0: In today's episode, we're going to take a look at some big changes to eBay's promoted listing standards fee, and I'm going to explain where the heck I've been. What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to episode number 190 of the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast, for those of you who may have forgotten, because it has been a while, well, it's been two months uh, since I did an episode, and we're going to get into that here in a little bit, but my name is Ryan, and I am a full-time reseller and apparently very part-time YouTuber and podcaster working out of my home here in the Cave in the greater Cincinnati area, and this channel is all about the flip life. Uh, normally, in this show, we cover a lot of reselling news and kind of what's sold and just what's going on here at the Galaxy. But as I mentioned, uh, I have been AWOL for the last couple of months. So before we get into the reselling news, I wanted to take... I don't... This is going to be a bit of a ramble. I'm going to take a few minutes at least to explain kind of what's been going on here with uh, with me. So it's a. there's been a lot of things that have all kind of conspired together. They've all kind of reinforced each other and amplified and magnified each other to the point where, obviously, uh, the show just hasn't been on. It hasn't been a priority for me over the last couple of months. So I had reached a point where I felt like, at least for me, the show was becoming a little bit stale. Maybe it wasn't that way for you as a viewer or a listener, but for me, it had, had become really frankly, kind of repetitive, 90 plus percent of my business is books and 90 plus percent of those come from a relative handful of buys. So the show, the what sold portion of it had kind of become, here's a book, there's a book, everywhere's a book, book, and it just wasn't holding my interest very much anymore from, again, just from my perspective. Again, I can only assume since hundreds of you continued to watch and listen to those episodes, that you were getting some value out of it, but for me, it just wasn't wasn't working anymore. I had talked about how social media and to a lesser extent YouTube had become kind of a frustrating place for me. And I was backing off of that. And that factored into this as well. There's a lot of a lot of content out there that I've consumed over the last couple of years that just frankly for me isn't that great. (laughs) Uh, And I I kind of found myself feeling like, gosh, I wonder, am I really, is my content really, frankly, any good? And I'm not, I wasn't sure that it was, and I'm still not, uh, to be fair. And all of those feelings kind of compounded what was really the primary cause of my, it wasn't really even a decision to not do the show anymore. I actually had 2 months ago I had all my news articles prepped and I had a big what sold section and I it came time to record the show and I just literally could not do it. And the reason is and this is something that I I probably I probably knew something wasn't right but I didn't know quite what if that makes sense but I have been dealing for probably longer than I would care to admit. Uh, but dealing with it in a much more kind of extreme way over the last several months, what might be described as highly functioning depression. So uh, it's been a a bit of a mess for me, and I'm not – I want to be clear. I'm not – this is not a – I'm unfunctional, can't get out of bed, incapacitated kind of depression. This is, as I said, kind of a highly functional. I'm able to do the things that I need to do to maintain myself and my business. In fact, my business has been fantastic. January uh, was my best month ever, and we're just about to close out February, and it's going to be my best February ever. So business has been very good. I've been able to maintain that, but finding the extra energy to do much beyond the absolute bare minimum became increasingly difficult for me. Um, I have lost a lot of passion for things that I was very passionate about, this, this show being one of those things, reading being another one. At this time last year, I think I had completed uh, 12 books reading 12 books in the first two months of the year. In the last 12 months, I have not completed a single book. I, I can't get more than a chapter read, and I'm just done. I'm over it. I just don't – I'm not inspired by, really, to be fair, much of anything. <laughs> uh, and it is not a great place to be. Um, uh, music would be another one. I have tried on multiple occasions to launch and or relaunch, the Ryan's Random Record Hour podcast, and that is another one that I just have not been able to maintain the passion or the energy to be able to do. So that's where I'm at. That's where I've been. I've been trying to get, get myself right and find a way back to feeling something but Um, frustration and irritability (laughs) uh, with pretty much everything, which is kind of where I found myself as we got kind of to the end of December. Uh, And like I said, those things kind of just fed off of each other because I was feeling depressed. It made the show seem even flatter and less interesting and less fun than it probably really was. And that, in turn, feeling that way made me even more depressed, which made the show seem even worse. And it just finally all reached a point uh, where literally, like I said, when I got ready to sit down and do the show, I just couldn't do it. And I left those things kind of in my folders for several weeks. And it became clear that I was not going to get myself in a position to do that show. And I finally deleted all that stuff. So that's where I'm at. And I've, I've been debating for several weeks now as I work through the things I'm working through to try to get myself in a better place, whether or how I wanted to address it with you, my audience. I appreciate uh, many of you have reached out to me over the intervening couple of months, either on Instagram or by uh, email or just leaving a comment on a YouTube video, which I appreciate very much. It has been incredibly helpful. Um I, I, I just go down a total side tangent here. I, I have a little local watering hole that I frequent, and they kind of did the same thing. I, uh, I stopped going. I just didn't feel up to going after having been there probably on at least a once-a-week basis for several years. And after a couple of weeks, someone from there actually reached out to make sure I was okay as well. And I can't tell you, when you're in that kind of place, having people that reach out, and you know, check on you, really, it means the world. So I appreciate all of you who did that and all of you who have you know continued to watch and or listen to the show. Like I said, I've lost a few subscribers, which is, I guess, to be expected when you don't do any content <laughs> uh, for two months. But uh, by and large, uh, people have continued to watch and listen to the old episodes, and I appreciate it very much. I, I wish I could tell you what uh, the future was going to hold for this show Obviously, I'm here today, so that's a good thing and to be fair and to be clear, I'm not talking about the show, not me. I'm clearly here, and I'm not going anywhere the 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 level of issue that I'm dealing with is not one where I've you know had any consideration of uh suicidal thoughts or anything like that i'm not it's not that level of depression, but it is definitely enough to have kind of just taken the passion for some things in life and the energy to do those things at least to the level that I wanted to do them away from me for the time being. So gosh, I'm sure that was really uplifting. (laughs) Uh, But thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. Thank you again for reaching out. And I did, I finally had reached a point um, after a couple of weeks of considering this where I wanted to at least address this and let people know where I was and why I had not done a show, and to just kind of give an update on what's going on. So that's that's where I'm at for now, and we'll we'll see what the future holds for the show. Um, I obviously it is something I enjoy doing, and it is something I'm I'm passionate about, and I would like to be able to get back to it on a regular basis. And uh, hopefully, as I move forward, I'll be able to get myself into a place where I can do that and we can all participate together. So thank you for bearing with me. If this, Hopefully, one of the reasons I wanted to do this was to remind people that you need to take care of your mental health. I did an episode on that topic way, way, way back and clearly didn't take my own advice and have kind of lost my way. So if this helps just one person kind of understand that you need to You need to do that, then it will have been worth sharing um, what has been a less than spectacular time (laughs) uh, for your old boy Ryan here. But with all of that out of the way, uh, eBay made a pretty big announcement today. Use updates. So I did a video, obviously, it's been several months now since I haven't done a show. A couple of months, but about my venture into promoted listing standard over on eBay. And today they made an announcement. Um, You can see it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Seller announcement, promoted listing standard fees are changing. And again, I, I try not to be a negative Nancy on eBay, but they... They seem to confuse the word changing and increasing <laughs> uh, with a lot of regularity. And the fees themselves are not necessarily increasing. But as is clear, as we go through this, you'll see when I'm talking about the frequency with which those fees get charged is definitely going to be Going up. So they say, We wanted to take a quick moment to inform you of an upcoming change to our promoted listing standard program. We are now providing you with a more complete view of the impact your ads have on your business. So, what they're trying, how they're trying to approach this with you as a seller, is to tell you that they're going to give you quote unquote more accurate reporting. But what they're actually doing is they are applying clicks. Further downstream, which is what we'll get into here in a minute, and saying that, and maybe, maybe rightfully so, maybe not rightfully so. You can let me know in the comments what you think of what their approach is on this. But uh, the changes effective on March 30th of this year are going to include how they define a click, how they report sales, and how they charge for promoted listings campaigns. So what's changing, they say, as we continue working to make your ads more engaging and helpful for buyers, we will be expanding our definition of a click for standard and advanced ads to include interactions with new features and functionality of your ads. In addition to when a buyer clicks through to your listing page, we will now include when a buyer clicks on the heart icon to add an item to their watch list from a promoted listing. I suppose that's interesting Obviously, you get watches all the time and you don't know if you're sending out an offer, whether that offer is going to be included in a potential promoted listings charge or not. This should hopefully help clear that up. So I guess that's a good thing. They're also going to be expanding what we qualify and report as an attributed sale for promoted listing standards to include. And this is where it gets interesting when a buyer clicks on one of your standard ads and then purchases any of your promoted listing standard items within 30 days. In anticipation of upcoming product launches, we've clarified that certain account optimization features, dynamic bidding, and so on, may be managed through your seller-initiated account settings. Please stay tuned for more announcements on when these will be available to you. No action is required at this time. So what they're doing as they expand what they qualify and report is as an attributed sale previously... Within that 30-day window, the buyer who clicked on item A, in order for you to be charged a promoted listing fee, had to actually buy item A. If they then, if they clicked on that item and then went to your store and browsed around and bought something else, that item, unless it was also promoted, did not get charged a fee. Actually, that's not even right. (laughs) Uh, That item just didn't get charged a fee because they hadn't clicked on that item originally. So only the item that they clicked, if it was promoted, would be eligible for the fee. Now, anything that they buy from your store, if it is promoted, will be charged the promoted fee based on that item's ad rate for those 30 days. Does that make sense? We're going to get into it a little bit further here, and hopefully it'll be clarified. I was in the kind of the messaging, the community boards, and there's a lot of confusion on what this means. Uh, the upcoming changes, they say, again, are meant to provide sellers with a complete picture of the impact their ads have on other promoted items they sell, bringing interested buyers to their collections. And again, I am I just disagree with it. That is true. It is going to clarify the reporting, but the the primary driver behind this To be absolutely clear, is so that eBay can collect more fees. Again, it's hard to begrudge them that they are a for-profit business, just like all of us, but just call it what it is. Uh, Sellers will also be able to see the broader impact of their campaigns captured in sales reports, enabling sellers to better understand the way their ads are contributing to their sales. They hope that it will remain a trusted solution, helping sellers reach motivated buyers across the network. So here's an example. Buyer A clicks on a standard ad featuring a pair of red sneakers and ends up instead purchasing a pair of promoted blue sneakers you also have from your store. Previously, the sale of the blue sneakers would not have been reported and would not have been charged a promoted fee because they did not originally click that listing from an ad, from a promoted listing. They found it in your store, having gotten to your store through the promoted listing of the red sneakers. Now, after this change, it will be. So any buyer that clicks on any promoted item in your shop and then buys any other or multiple other promoted items in your shop that they did not initially click on As a promoted listing, eBay is going to collect the promoted listing fee that you have attached to that listing for every single one of those items. That's going to be a big, big number, I think, for a lot of folks. Now, maybe it won't be as big as we think because in my case, almost 60% of my sales, so six out of 10 of everything I sell is already a promoted listing because I have everything promoted right now at 5%. So for me, it probably isn't actually going to be that much of an increase, but in theory, this could be a big, big number. If your promoted listing sales are significantly lower than that and people are buying multiple items at once from you from one initial click, this thing could add up to be quite a bit of money. They do define what is a direct sale for promoted listing standards. That direct sale is when a buyer purchases the same item that was featured in the standard ad they originally clicked on within 30 days. So that's the old sale. You clicked on the red sneaker, you bought the red sneaker, you pay the fee. That is going to continue as it was. Previously, all sales from promoted listing standards were direct sales, but they've now added what they call a new category, which is halo items sales that in aggregate will make up this new metric within your dashboard. So this halo item is a sale type when the buyer clicks on one of your standard ads and purchases a different but still promoted listing standard item from you within 30 days. Again, going back to the example of the sneaker. They clicked on the red promoted sneaker, elected not to buy that, but they'd liked the blue sneaker, which they found in your store by browsing around after having clicked through. And you have that item as a promoted listing, even though they didn't get to that listing from a direct promoted click, eBay is now going to consider that a halo click and charge you the fee that you have, the ad rate that you have applied to those blue sneakers. It is it is a stealthy way to potentially make a significant amount of extra revenue for eBay, which if you... I'm not going to get into it in this episode, but they just announced their quarterly report and they're trying to put the best spin possible on it, but they continue to not really do that well. This is an opportunity for them to really increase the amount of money they're making on these ads. Uh, Another question, will my my promoted listing standard ad fees increase as a result of the change? It is possible that you will see an increase in both your total ad fees and total items sold Via standard ads, I, I I certainly agree with the first part of that. I'm not sure if I agree with the second part because you're not. This change is not putting more of your items in front of. It's not putting more promoted ads in front of a particular buyer. It's putting more items under the umbrella of the first item that was clicked, hence the halo item. Uh, so I'm not sure I agree that you're necessarily going to sell more items. You're gonna, you're certainly going to sell more items that are classified as having come from the promoted listings standard program because so many more items are going to qualify. But I'm not sure that that's necessarily representative of an increase in sales. It certainly is going to be an increase in fees. You will only be charged the ad fee if one of your promoted items sells and the same buyer clicked on one of your standard ads within the past 30 days. If the promoted item that sells is different from the one that was originally clicked, what ad rate will I be charged? This is probably helpful, but we define the sale of a promoted item that is different from the item originally featured in the ad that the buyer clicked as a Halo item sale. For Halo item sales, you will be charged the ad fee if the purchased item is A, actively in a promoted listing standard campaign at the time it's sold, and you will be charged... The rate of the sold item, not the original item that was clicked. So let's say you're running sneakers and you're running 10% and somebody clicks on a sneaker and they go to your store after having done that and they find a record that they would like to buy. And you're running records at 5% ad fee and the person buys that record. That is now a halo sale. It came from a promoted listing click. So it qualifies. The item is promoted. So it qualifies. And the fee that will be charged is the 5% fee on the record, not the 10% on the original sneaker. So that's an area where there it's again, eBay says their reporting is going to accurately reflect which items are direct sales and which items are halo sales. So you'll be able to sort which things are what. I don't know what a lot of folks are doing. Most of the people that I talk to that are doing promoted listings are just running kind of a flat 2%, 3%, 5%, whatever it is, everything got the same fee on it. So this may not be that big a deal. But if you are running different levels of fees for different categories of products, you're going to see different charges based on the actual item that was sold, not the original click. And again, hopefully this is, helping to clear this issue up because I know it is a <laughs> it is a bit of a confusing mess. Uh, they go on to ask, does this mean you are reporting and charging differently based on the item the buyer eventually purchases? And the answer, of course, is yes, that is exactly what they are doing. So this is a big, big change. As they say, there's not really anything you have to do. This is just going to kind of roll out automatically in a few weeks' time. I, what did I say? March... 23rd, March 30th. Yeah, March 30th. So at the end of March, this is going to go into effect. You may want to consider what you want to do with promoted listings. Again, as I said in my original video on this topic, it has generated enough additional business for me that it's, even with this issue, notwithstanding, it's still worth doing. Uh, But this is definitely potentially going to cost you a little bit more money You'll, you should be able to tell, again, if their reporting is as good as they say it's going to be, you'll be able to tell which items are Halo sales and how big of an impact it's had on your business. Because right now, you really have no way of knowing if somebody, again, clicked on that red sneaker and bought the blue one. All you know is you sold blue sneakers and you didn't pay an ad fee on it. You don't know necessarily if that person arrived at that particular sneaker from a previous promoted listing now you will but you're also going to pay for the privilege <laughs> uh so that's that uh let me know in the comments uh if you're watching on youtube uh what you think of this change it's another oh i didn't cover it again because i haven't done an episode in a while ebay did make a uh, final value fee increase in multiple categories that went into effect a few weeks ago, it was fairly minimal. I think it was like 0.35%. So it's like 35 cents on a hundred bucks or whatever it is. It was not a big, big amount. Um, when uh, The problem is that all of these things tend to accumulate. The, the postal service has raised fees three times in the last 18 months eBay has raised fees a couple of times over that over that same time period. Now you've got another a, a program they are all but forcing you to use to get your listings in front of people and now they're going to increase the breadth of which they are able to charge fees on those clicks. These things are fairly small in the individual metrics, but in aggregate they tend to add up pretty quickly and it for sellers that are working on tighter margins. And I see a lot of folks out there, you know, posting on Instagram or stuff, you know, selling, buying stuff for eight bucks and selling it for 15 or 18. And as you get nickeled and dimed on these different fee changes, it's going to become increasingly difficult to work on those kind of margins. Uh, Thank, thank heavens. My gross margins are still 94, 95 plus percent. I can absorb a lot more of this, I think, than maybe some other folks. So uh, again, uh, thank you for bearing with me um, for the last couple of months when I've not been around thank you for bearing with me at the beginning of this episode as I uh, kind of laid bare my current mental and emotional state it is <laughs> it's not been a fun couple of months uh, I, I, one of the one of the things they tell me about uh, the the high highly functional depressive people is that from the outside um, nobody would necessarily know that anything is wrong. And I guess that would, if you've watched this video this far, you would probably say that guy is not at all depressed. He seems totally fine and totally happy. And again, it goes back to the energy required to do this. This is exhausting. (laughs) Uh, I can put it together for 30 or 40 minutes and then I'm just, I'm done, man. I just I don't, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do anything. So to all my friends and family, uh, who might be watching or listening that I, that may feel like I have not been all that communicative over the last, however long it's been, uh, now, you know why. (laughs) So, uh, love to you all. Thank you so much for watching the show. And now it's time to sell. Thanks guys.